This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We listened to Angels by Amy Grant. Just the one song, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. I want to see cats. I wanted to yuck everybody, and I didn't. Hey. I'm just killing. Disgusting looking. Okay, it's I love the Zinga. Jesus Christ. Loser's another word. Oh, oh, why don't you want to get in the bathtub? <laughs> yeah, it's a car, you know. Are familiar with, like, Dominism as a concept? You're a clown if you say fuck. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? I don't like it. You know, Kevin, I know I'm not, I'm not supposed to cast stones, but I think you need to refresh the song a little bit. Wow. There hasn't been a new clip in it in like a long time. I thought we were at a critical mass. And anything Usually you like swap them out though. Yeah. I, again, I know I can't criticize the song. No, I'm sorry. I what love it. what would you do? It's with wonderful. It? No, it's no. I I this is a great workshop. <laughs> I was trying for to us. avoid this. <laughs> yeah, not not like tell me how you would get in there in pro tools and, and where would you add reverb? No, where would don't you guilt me. flatten or bring out the treble <laughs> or the bass? Are the, there like, you know, any new fresh audio clips out in the zeitgeist right now that you can use no culture uh, stopped go back to vanessa ago. hudgens if you want to you know oh, something like that i don't know uh, people are gonna die by the way vanessa hudgens calvinism handshake emoji welcome to oh, good no. christian fun <laughs> i'm kevin i'm caroline and we're here to have good christian fun and like people are gonna die it's inevitable and uh, that's just like what's going to happen. And that's, um, but that's, uh, that's how you know that the virus is also full of mercy. <laughs> yes, that's right. The antibodies are the vessels of mercy. <laughs> it's actually the purest love to kill some people. <laughs> oh, my God. Good Christian Fun is a podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, like the movies, the music, and the entertainment made for and made by us, the model Christians in culture right now christians mm-hmm. number one two and three on the podcast today mm-hmm. constantly uh, deepening our practices who do you think uh, is the model christian right now who's the one that like crosses all sacred and secular cultural divides and lines and people are like that's the one that's the person mm-hmm. we need to be like yeah is it dolly parton or chris pratt is dr fauci a christian <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he is. he is. Okay, he's a he's a f- full blown Christian. He was then. The, I'd say, right on the coattails of Mike Pence, then it's Fauci. Okay. The leaders. It goes <laughs> Fauci and Pence. Okay, I understand and that. Maybe I like understand Tom that. Hanks. Yeah, okay. we're not here to make fun of you to make you go to church. We're just here to have fun. We're just here to have a little good Christian fun. Tom Hanks, Caroline, would you smash like peak Hanks, like nineteen eighty nine? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not now. Totally. With my, yeah, I was like, now, I mean, I would, but it, it wouldn't be easy. But I'd do it, you know? <laughs> it wouldn't be easy. <laughs> it would be a job. I need some training. Yeah, but I think I can do it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, of course. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't smash? Would you smash? Hanks? 
Yeah. Well, I want to be Hanks in like 1989, you know? Like, so <laughs> I guess it's that age old question. Would you smash yourself? Or be. <laughs> <laughs> smash or become. Kevin, who do, who do you think of as like kind of your your like icon of cool or or the, the person that you are trying to become? Paul Giamatti. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. It can't not. be Paul and it can't be a puppet. Like, which icon would of you say, cool? Tom Hanks? Yeah, like I think the kind of guy you're trying to emulate. The widespread geniality of Tom Hanks is pretty admirable, but he is an actor, so he is also low-key psycho as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as much as he's like, it's America's dad, it's also like, he's also out of his mind. There's no way. There's no (laughs) way. Like, the nicest actors in the world are also cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs bananas. The best, the best of the best of the actors. Like, Meryl Streep is like, I'm sure a basket case, even if she is the (laughs) most wonderful person to be around. You know what I mean? So, as far as cool models, I can't use puppets is what you said? Um... No, I don't think so. This, I'm sorry. You, this really narrows the field here. I know. I'm really putting the pressure Damn. on. <laughs> God, I, 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 tr- I truly don't know. Like Bruce at all? You're kind of like, I would like to have a little bit of that swagger. I'm not saying like you are these people, but like. There's parts. To- there's parts of everybody. There's parts of everyone's sort of life and persona. I wish. I- Why? Caroline's rolling her eyes on the Zoom. What the hell? What's wrong? Dodgy. What? No, no, but there's not. (laughs) No, because if I say, and I've had points in my life where it's like, I want to be this person. Yeah. But then who am I if I'm just doing a bad impression of someone else? So I'm really trying to aggregate a lot of different sort of things. So I want to have the social media presence of Lin-Manuel Miranda. I want to have... (laughs) The personality of Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I want to have the fashion sense of like a young Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't know. And the tan- entertainment value of cat dog. That's right. No, no, yeah. No. Round for round, pound for pound. You put Hamilton up against cat dog. It's it's not even a match. That's it's like Tyson fair. and the frickin' what's the one where he went down with one No, that was Ali, right? Um, no, I don't know boxing, but all right, that's fine. If you do come up with a more specific one, let me know because I'm I'm curious. I could probably come up with an equation for you where I it's like I want this, I want this, I want this, I'm going for this. Yeah. I just yeah. don't have it on hand right now. Do you have one? That's fine. Do you want to no, be like, I don't. is it Zoe I mean, de Chanel? That's, that's fair. <laughs> Our guest looks I am horrified this at close the comp. To cutting bangs at home. <laughs> look how sh- look how small my forehead is. Like that's not gonna look right. Well, we're, Caroline's recording from too. her bedroom, and I do see no less than four ukuleles hanging on the wall behind yeah. her. And then like a, a couple pair of overalls, and then like a lot of Peter Pan collar dresses. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, I think it's time to introduce our guests. Yes, please. Friends and folks, after five long months, she's back and better than ever. You can catch her on her podcast, Alex on the Mic, a dear, close, personal friend. Give it the hell up for Alex. Alex Bossy. Hey. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. You recognize this song? I do. Uh, You know I love some Amy Grant. I do want to note one thing. Yeah. Both of you said my last name wrong at this. Or at, like you both said my last name different ways at the same time, and I loved it. Wait. Oh no. <laughs> I think I'm I sorry. did. No, Kevin. Right, right? Kevin. Gervasi. No, Kevin actually said it right. Gervasi. Caroline, I'm sorry. I said you lost. It wrong. Oh, I did yeah. say it right. I think it's because I have a friend whose last name is Gerasi, and I was like, this oh, yeah. is how I'll remember it. It's fine. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> At least none of you, like, listen, everyone's always like, Gervasi, like, Ricky. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, oh, I think that's, I think I purposely was like, don't think 
Yeah, Gervais. Don't think of Ricky Gervais. Not a good comparison point. Oh, no. She's the furthest from it. We hate to see it. Well, um, welcome back. I know not a lot has changed in five months. No, yeah, I, no, it's everything's changed in five. <laughs> months. Like truly, what do you mean nothing's changed in five months? I was, I was being sarcastic. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, it's a thing called sarcasm, Kevin. You're obviously not fluent in it. Oh my god! Oh, I forgot that's your bio on Instagram. It's fluent yeah. in sarcasm, loves adventure, plain emoji. But the plane's <laughs> on fire now because of our times. <laughs> my second major guys i just got back from covid testing i mean did you pass yeah, so did you go to the dodger stadium I, I went to dodger stadium where a uh, la parking enforcer uh guy flipped out at me for no reason what? and i was like ah to live in this hellscape uh that is los <laughs> angeles slash the globe right why would now. they even be near to you like there's no parking in that it it was a stretch. whole thing i got a little angry and debated going back and fighting with him. And then I was like, don't do that. We, we can't afford we're all that stressed. right now. We're all dealing we're all, with whatever. We're all stressed. Plus, it the parking good. enforcement is like probably continually on a high pitch of stress all the time. Like <laughs> oh, those yeah. people are not doing well. It's no. like chefs and dentists and parking enforcement. Yeah, they're not like, doing well. So needless to say, I lit a candle. <laughs> And oh, I, I poured myself a glass of wine. <laughs> now, was the test uh, nosy or mouthy? I did mouthy this time, but I did nosy last week. We're trying, okay. we're trying to stay on top of the testing. I didn't know the they testing. still did the nose one. Oh, let Caroline... Like considered inhumane. <laughs> yeah, no. Let me tell you the horror I experienced when I rolled up to the CVS drive through and oh, they yeah. gave me a swab and they said, now stick this up your nose until it can't go any further. And I said, I have Gracious. to do this myself. You're and they said, yes. I hated it. Well, they're just asking you to do it wrong in that case. That's a bummer. I mean, oh there's only me. one person I can think of for whom that wouldn't be uncomfortable. Lady Gaga. Oh, wait. Hey, because she likes getting attention to her nose. <laughs> oh. That's that's intense. I saw the video where they like, it looks like they're sticking it back into someone's skull. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You're just going up your own. No, it's tough. like, I, I got to tell you, I did not realize something could go that far up your nose. And so <laughs> it was it was alarming when I was sticking it up my nose. And I was like, oh, we're still going as my eyes are tearing up Ouch. and I'm in pain. Oh, my gosh. Was it? Um, I did know about that because when I was five, I stuck a bead up my nose so far that I never saw it come out. <laughs> oh, you were one of those kids. Yeah. And I, it, it impressed the Bible study uh, did class. Did it I'll come out? <laughs> did it come out or did you just it, not see it? Not come that out? I remember. I might have been too little, but like it, for all we know, it could still be in there. We're really not <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> what if it comes out and you're like, my life is a lie. Nate, I want a divorce. <laughs> I'm like a different person. <laughs> you're not my funny passion anymore. My is mathematics. Yeah. <laughs> I love math. Art sucks. What a, what a waste of time. Yeah. Very oh. sad. Well, Alex, it's so nice to have you back. Now, tell us how quarantine and lockdown has just like strengthened the bond you have with Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
lit the fire and just like oh. brought us closer as we fled from our local churches as we <laughs> fled out of our sanctuaries and places of worship that were somehow even more bonded to the body of Christ in our, in our, our local families. Alex, I've seen that you you're an attendee of Zoom church sometimes. How do you feel about it? Yeah, so what are the pros I've, and cons? I've I've fallen off for the past month. I was a real avid churchgoer again <laughs> at the beginning of all this. And then I've missed a few um, church services over the last month. I will say, I guess in terms of strengthening my bond with the Lord, uh, it was a joke um, amongst our pastors that this was the first time I was consistently going to church. And I do attribute that to the fact that I could lay in bed while going to church. So praise God. Hallelujah. Caroline prophesied this a long time ago. She said TV church would be the best way to go. And then God said, okay, monkey's paw curls. (laughs) I was like, not like this. No. It is nice though. Yeah. Once you, once you take away a commute, I'll show up to probably a lot more things. Yeah. It's like, it's so, but then I got like the, here's the, the downside of this. Like I sit on Zoom meetings all day. And so the last thing I want to do now on a Sunday morning is sit on another Zoom meeting. So there are pros and cons here. So now I'm just like, do I want to go to Zoom church or do I want to go to the beach and go for a run? I think I want to go for a run. Yeah. So, but Corey, if you're listening, um, I will be back. I promise. We love New Abbey. Corey, don't take any of this seriously. But yeah, well, I mean, it sounds like to on some days that actually might be the more like spiritually healthy choice is to not be on your computer for two hours, you know, and just go out and be in the sunshine. Listen, my therapist keeps saying, she's like, I feel like the ocean is healing for you. So maybe spend more time there. So that's oh, what I'm doing. So that sounds like kind of also a cool prophecy. <laughs> also, but your therapist is a mermaid, right? Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so she's yeah. a little, little biased there, unfortunately. I remember specifically as well speaking to my therapist about this very issue a couple years ago and saying, I feel a good amount of guilt and or shame about the fact that the endorphin rush that I get from exercise or running is what I think church should be like or worship stuff. And thinking, oh, I'm like bummed out that I cannot match other parts of my life that I think should be like this with the thing that is almost always like this. To which he said, and he was a Christian counselor, to which he said... Oh, that's fine. Uh, I'm don't don't worry about that. He was very easy about it. Thankfully, he wasn't like that's you so nice. should be He's worried. Like, it was yeah. Running might be your sin. <laughs> oh, running! I'm sorry. That's looking a little bit like an idol from where I'm sitting. Oh running, my god! Running is not an idol. Sorry, I gotta thankfully. put some sunglasses from the golden calf that you have. In front of you. <laughs> sorry, son. You want to get off your knees, bowing down to the, your cardio god? <laughs> Want to get back up on the couch, you little bit? <laughs> Whoa, doctor! Oh my god! So, so I think uh, that is shared. I think, I think probably we've all gone through things <laughs> where it's like, oh, the spiritual transcendence I'm for sure getting from this thing should be what I get from the other thing, and then having to grow up and be like, oh, yep, that's what it is. Sorry, sorry, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. That's to it. me when when church is more like Iron Man, you know, and Jesus is more like Iron Man. <laughs> okay, well let's keep going. Self sacrifice, that's a big Iron Man theme. Self sacrifice powered by a, an alternate source. 
Tony Stark and Jesus start out as assholes in their stories. <laughs> it saved Jesus' and career. Both, and both <laughs> sacrifice themselves at mm-hmm. the end of the series. They both, both can have fly. A, a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of people Spider- that they work with. Spider-Man was uh, Tony Stark's Peter. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right. Spider-Man is the rock of the church. <laughs> oh, my God. New drop. <laughs> um, and how else is Tony? I mean, God, Jesus, the greatest inventor. Uh, Jarvis is the Holy Spirit. We could do this Jarvis all is day. The vision is the Jarvis. Holy Spirit. Oh my God! Wait, what did you get so nutted up about, Caroline? The fact that you and Nate are the same enneagrams as Scarlet Witch and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, what's his fuck? That's it. Wait, what's uh, the name of the guy when he's like outside? Vision. Vision. Excuse me. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Vision is a nine, and oh, Scarlet you're <laughs> which is a four. Wait, Caroline, what are you? I'm a four. Oh, I'm a seven. Oh, I think yeah. you're, you might be the, the first seven I've known. Really? The yeah. enthusiast. I'm a seven with a six wing, which is the entertainer, which um, people aren't shocked by. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pleasure seekers and planners in search of distraction. Now, if so that's not fun. a dating app bio, I don't know what <laughs> is, honey. <laughs> honey. <laughs> oh, wait, me? As I have a large bottle of wine next to me? <laughs> What truly this? though, every time I do read a seven description, I'm like, I would be great friends with this person. I think yeah, we get along really well. Sevens mm-hmm. and fours usually do get along really well. I love a four. A so mm-hmm. Kevin, what are you? Two. Peace, man. Oh, oh are you for sure a two now? I uh, yeah, I mean, for sure, according to according to me, yeah, I'm a two. I, I used That's to yes. be a three and I'm a two now. Two is the helper, and I think I'm a wing three, which is the freaking Achiever. 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 Yes. Excuse yes. me. I yes. love a two. Uh, um, so, uh, it, but I, that has not made its way to the dating profiles yet. A two is a Captain America, right? Is that true? Or no, or is that a one? What do you a think, A one's Alex? a Captain America. Oh, uh, I think Captain America is like a one with a two wing. Yeah. Would yeah. Spider-Man be a two, kind of? I think Spider-Man's a seven. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, he does. He's he a does like he doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't want to save the world. He just wants to go on a field trip, and he wants to have fun. <laughs> He d- that is he, so true, and like, I think that's yeah, why I like Zendaya. Yeah, that's why I like Peter Parker because I'm like Peter Parker. Is I cool. get it, Caroline. You um, remember one year ago this month when we went to see Spider Man in our in our local Burbank theater, and there was yeah, and there was an earthquake. There was an earthquake in the middle of it, and we had to evacuate. And oh, I remember that. You yeah, do that, remember the this? Big one. No, it was I a meant really the big one. Yeah, I meant the big one because I was at the Shawn Mendes concert, and oh or no, God. I was at LA Live at Katsuya across the street, and everything started violently shaking, and I was Whoa. losing my mind. LA Live would be a very scary place to be at because there's so much glass out there, like, and it turned out 100 Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello were just having sex. <laughs> 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 That's what caused you. I don't think they do. <laughs> I saw them backstage that night, and it was before the news broke. And I was like, they are like, What's definitely, that? definitely hooking up. There's oh something going on here. But does it have the veneer of like a Tom and Penelope crew circa 2003 romance where it's like, this is a oh, lot, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. And I'm not saying anything else is similar about the situations. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think they kind of give everybody the creeps a little bit. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'm loving I love their daily paparazzi walks that they were doing like at the especially at the beginning of this and Yes. 
I mean, that's a rabbit hole. I would love to go down with you guys messy. one day. Oh, well, it compare was, that with the Anna Darmus Ben same Affleck. Thing. Same thing, but Anna and Ben at least were like, "Well, we're gonna show up, you know, yeah. and like wear an outfit. <laughs> we're gonna wear outfit." So. They actually, you can tell, this is where I went down a deep dive, um, a rabbit hole, is you can see, like, like with both of those uh, paparazzi photos, they're the same company, like, paparazzi company. Shut and that's up. You can see the copy, like, the whatever, like, the watermark or whatever. And so whenever you hire that particular company, which the Kardashians do all the time, it's yeah. you called them ahead of time for them to show up and take pictures of and you. Let them know we're doing our Yes. Work today. So someone <gasps> did this. I forget who it was on Instagram. The, that also take those great photos of Kylie Jenner that like she gets to edit before they put out and stuff. No, I think that's like probably. Oh wait, oh uh, you know probably what I'm about? yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Caroline, after this podcast, I am going to send you all the links. I'm so shy, leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah Kevin, can you yeah. actually be quieter? I, I'm <laughs> only up to speed with Anna and Ben, uh, who were, and I found out he was the funniest man alive, apparently, and uh, he's been hiding this talent from us. Whenever I, I see those pictures, all I can think about was this Jennifer Garner quote after their, their divorce, and it's like the only negative thing she's ever said about him, but she's like, the effect is like when he likes you you feel like the sun is shining down on you but when he doesn't it's like so cold <laughs> yes i saw that it was a dark quote yes you know what i'm talking about yes it's like a really dark i was like Ooh. real dark i stand with like, jennifer and all of that i i still oh, oh yeah we all yeah no Always. i stand with ben yeah like no <laughs> i don't know uh, gone girl was good i don't i don't know who you're into <laughs> I like Boston a lot, I guess. Yeah, the town, um, the town, yeah. the town. Jennifer Garner is just like so clearly a, a lovely person <laughs> that I think that's an obvious one. I would be devastated if I ever heard that she was, uh, speaking of, a I love at the beginning of this, that Kevin was just like Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep, all these people got to be actual <laughs> weirdos. Like there's no way. <laughs> Jennifer Garner, I guess she's getting added to that list. Now, yeah, now it's interesting I mean, you bring that up because she is actually, in my mind, the one exception to that rule. <laughs> <laughs> she's the one person. I'm That's like, I Alex, think this one's Jennifer different. is Kevin's hall pass. <laughs> Elma Shut lets him. up. For what? Oh, hall pass yeah. for what? Discernment and good judgment? <laughs> <laughs> for good taste <laughs> yeah right she's um, she's so terrific t- i hope you do too link up she does she goes to church so i don't think wow, she does anymore are. no we talked Which, about that she did that movie miracles from heaven back in 2014 and part of the press as it is going. for all those movies as she says like oh yeah i go to church i'm at church with my kids all the time now blah, 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 blah. and it's like yeah you say that for the dennis quaid said that and that guy is a disgust <laughs> she i mean i'm nasty seeing- man Jennifer Ooh. Garner at church as recent as December of 2019. <laughs> that was Wait, eight months ago. ago right? But what church? And that's that is where I I'm, can't figure it out. Uh, you know I'll who else done. goes to church? Christy Alley. You know what church? Scientology. So what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm going to find out. This is a good celebrity uh, corner, though. You know, yeah, like, I know, Alex. I really enjoyed talking celebs with you. Oh yeah, I. What if I can just be your like occasional celeb correspondent, and I'll just like hop on here and there. Okay, (laughs) I think it's terrific. But don't you wish? Don't you wish for all that we know and all the parasocial relationship that exists with people on social media and stuff right now, that we knew where people were celebrity-wise in their walks. 
when <laughs> in their faith you you go back to that feeling that we all must have had as children where it's like i love this person i hope they're a christian so i can hang out with them in heaven forever yeah i mean it's hard in the enter- entertainment industry like they're scared if they do come out like they will be they'll be persecuted Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> Patricia Heaton, they've all been marginalized and persecuted yeah, by the and it system. And has nothing to do with their talent. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Chris Pratt, I feel like we can throw into that bucket now. I know he was mentioned earlier, but you know, like uh, he seems like a real Jesus freak. Mm-hmm. Like not, emphasis on <laughs> the freaks. Yeah. <laughs> emphasis yeah. on that part as Ugh. well. I'm very uncomfortable about him and, well, and uh, Catherine. Who, who knew that the only good men from Parks and Rec would be like Adam Scott... <laughs> And Nick and off. Jerry, guess, and Jerry, yeah, yeah maybe like Adam Scott's so. just like I just hope they don't start a podcast cruising on by. Start spouting. Oh, off. by the way, shouts out to the new Jason Bateman podcast, Will Arnett <gasps> podcast, Sean Hayes podcast, Smartless that came out today. Are they all in the same one? Yeah, it's the, the three of them co-hosting and just kind of riffing. It. I know, right? Isn't that funny? Interesting. Are they friends? So it's like Arnett Bateman, you get, and then Sean. Yeah. Oh, okay, Sean Hayes, sure. <laughs> interesting wait i did not know this was a thing i actually have you listened i've i've not listened yet no okay i uh i'm intrigued yeah i would check that out each and every one just like you know strengthening our little gcf empire (laughs) (laughs) like i mean what no matter how much our enemy may try to get us down they're never gonna hide our light scared we're not scared scared. of (laughs) celebrities that everyone already has a pre-existing relationship with for three or four decades beforehand starting podcasts that then get 300 to 500k listeners per episode and then advertisers way want (laughs) to spend ad money on them rather than on podcasts that get between like you know 10 to 50 thousand per episode it doesn't affect us at all monetarily it doesn't affect us at all spiritually that's right spend their time there and then they'll realize the quality is not there it's just a fact back for more Hat talk with Caroline and Kevin and Hat Talk. <laughs> Shout out to Michelle Obama who's just starting her Spotify podcast. That's right. That's when I saw. Shout out I to was the like, oh, Kevin's gonna be mad. The influencer Addison Ray and her mommy talking about I don't know, something. Oh, TikToker. A new Spotify Guys. exclusive podcast. I don't know anything about like TikToker uh, celebs, but I do like I've never I don't think I've seen an Addison Rae TikTok, but I did see an Instagram post about the fact that Kourtney Kardashian hangs out with her. And that's kind of fucking weird because isn't she like 19? Yeah, she's she's little. Uh, it's really weird. I saw Ew. her too. I was like, Courtney. I hate it what here. The hell? I think she brought her on for some poosh material, <laughs> but I'm not really sure if that's like because they're best I, friends or not. Guys, I can't talk about poosh or goop or any oh, of boy. these things. Oh, like, boy. I can't do it. Wait, can I, I push back on this? I check in on poosh. Can I, yeah, can push, I push back, back on this? Normalize, can you push back on it? Can I push back on this? <laughs> Normalize intergenerational friendships. Those can be so lovely sometimes. <laughs> I just feel like with Courtney's track record, it's it's not. Kevin, do you want to be friends with a sixteen year old? It depends on the context. Am I mentoring them? Am I like you know helping them grow in maturity? Well, that's and... a mentorship. That's not an intergenerational friendship. Yeah, but mentors can be friends as well, right? No, it's a blurred line. Ooh, like Robin Thicke. Blurred line. That was my that was my mentor a couple of years ago. <laughs> we still zoom every Thursday night. Um, Alex, are you on TikTok? Do you do you spend time on there? 
Um, I spend way too much time on TikTok. It is now like if they take this from us, I'm going to be devastated because that yeah, is about that'll 80% be the last of my straw <laughs> for me societally. That's gonna be the one that breaks me. That's it. That's like, when everything I'm be else. Fed up. <laughs> <laughs> I can let a lot slide. <laughs> you take away my TikTok. I can't do it. I'm coming for you, Miss Trump. I'm going to DC. I'm fight. I'm flying there. It's fine. <laughs> and we're, it's it. I'm storming the White House. Is um, it worth your, no. do you think it's worth your privacy at this point? Would you make the trade? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I think our generation is like that. Like, I don't care about privacy. Well, at this point, it's like, who doesn't have well, my information? <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I learned off of TikTok. Uh, that there are certain laws in place to actually like, uh, not that that means anything in modern day America, but <laughs> apparently there is something in place to prevent what they're saying is happening. I don't like know. TikTok, f- from TikTok being able to take, I saw yeah. this from TikTok And well. so <laughs> I really, here's the thing. I really do think it just comes down to the fact that they like, Polit- uh, politicians can't monetize TikTok and so there's no ads like you can run on TikTok and then like all the TikTokers have been like getting people to buy all those tickets for Trump campaign rallies and so yeah, I think that embarrassed them I a bit. yeah I think it's coming down to more of that than any anything yeah like, plus just like general fear of China you know, or just yeah. like anxiety about China seems yeah. to be a big part of it. Which I get. Wait, but, but that suggests there's a kind of blanket anti-Asian sentiment in all of our government's messaging. Whoa, like, Kevin, I didn't say that. It okay, seemed like, don't, like that there's like threaded <laughs> racism and intent of the language that I don't all of think our government really officials any use. racism, let alone against Asians. So I, no. I'm gonna get your number and I'll start sending you leftist TikTok. So we'll Great. just no. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm definitely on leftist TikTok as okay, well gosh. and anarchist, whatever. Um, I do really enjoy a lot of the. Is there an abstinence like, TikTok? <laughs> well, <laughs> Kevin, sure. sounds like it's time for you to start. There's making an opening videos. in the market. <laughs> Have you seen any prison TikToks as well? No, I'm trying to end up in prison TikTok. I'm so those are, bummed. Those are great. Those are, okay. those are, I mean, yeah, they're, they're interesting. Send um, them to me, please. I will. Yeah. I'll try to get, I'll try to get those going Damn. for you. Thank, thank you. Um, yeah. The witch stuff is pretty cool. I do yeah. like the goth TikToks. I think those are nice. Actually. Um, oh, goth TikToks. I was going to yeah. say, this is, this could be a great segue because I also ended up in paranormal TikTok and maybe there's an angels hey. TikTok. No way. Okay. Oh my gosh. Really? Like, oh, angel vi- story videos. <laughs> I well, really this, hope so. This sounds like a like a great act break. So thanks for catching us up to speed on how your relationship with the Lord has evolved in the last five months. Uh, Find the Lord and everything. Yeah, he is risen indeed. Let's take a break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive in. Come on, let's go. Now we're doing something a little bit differently this time. Usually when we have a topic on the show, we talk about a whole album, a whole movie, a whole 22-minute episode of Veggie Tales, and really just dissect it. This time, and I know I gave both you, uh, Alex and, and Caroline, a title for the format we're doing today, but I'm actually going to change it a little bit. Uh, this is the debut of a new format on the show called... Singles Ministry. <laughs> this is Singles Ministry. Yay! Everyone Yay! get up! Yay! We're dancing! Yes! Oh no, everybody's middle-aged. <laughs> oh no, shit. It's too late for me. Oh, intergenerational no. relationship. Normalize them. Normalize intergenerational <laughs> love. Uh, you know, with adults. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Singles Ministry. This is going to be a new format where we take so not funny. an album of songs, not even a playlist of songs or a couple songs, but just one song. And we laser focus our collective musical expertise and knowledge and spiritual wisdom to apply analysis to it and give it that eternal roaster toast or space between. And the song for today. Kevin, can I say something? Yes. I love this format. Good. I think it's great. And I think it's going to be one we're going to do a lot. And it's crazy how sometimes like the simplest ideas are just the best for the show. Thank you. That's I love that nice. I wish Justin on that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's really good. As soon as you said it, I was like, why haven't we done this this whole time? I mean, we have done in a like in effect, but it's it's just great. It's a great format. Wait, I just got a text from Caroline saying, I'm just thankful I don't have to listen to this shit album all the way through. <laughs> Thanks for the time okay. save. How Al. dare you say anything that this woman has put out? <laughs> Her words, not mine. Her words, not mine, unfortunately. Uh, no, I, I agree with Alex on that. Alex, on that explain topic. your relationship to Amy Grant, what her music mm. meant to you growing up. Okay. Actually, By the way, last is- time you did this, the person you talked about listened to the show and commented yes. on the Instagram about it. That was 
was also right. so moving for me. I was like, mom, I called my mom. I was like, Sarah Groves, listen to this yes. show. Gosh, but I, loved- I really liked Sarah Groves. That was I a did- good episode. Yeah. I did too. And also, I really loved what she said. Like, I love that she ended up agreeing with both of you and saying, yeah, I listened back to this music and I'm like, kind of cringe. But also, it came from a genuine place. And I was like, growth. We love to totally. see it. Now yes. I love you even more. So Amy Grant, though, and we hope Amy Grant also listens to the show. Um, and She's knows been that binging podcasts during her recovery from open heart <laughs> surgery a couple months ago. Oh, right. I forgot that you. It's like they cut my heart open when they did that. I felt it. Oh, I felt it for sure. (laughs) I, I love this podcast. Love for Amy Grant because I love Amy Grant. Who amongst us doesn't love Amy Grant? Really? uh, That grew up in (laughs) nothing to not love. Truly. Except for, I mean, back, backstory. This is how passionate I am about Amy Grant. I specifically remember being in the fourth grade and someone else saying that Amy Grant was an adulterer and I got into an argument in the middle of the hallway at 10 years old <laughs> oh my gosh defending Amy Grant's honor just demolishing this Amy Grant truther yes <laughs> like, absolutely like, we're not I I went fully into how God forgives and it well everything anywho I remember so my mom was um my mom was a single uh mom for a lot of my childhood and so when I was like a kid. My aunts would always watch me. And when I was a toddler, they would always put on Baby Baby. And that was my song that they would dance and like swing me around the room to and dance in the living room of my grandparents' house with. So big Amy Grant family. Like we'd always go to the Christmas concerts with her and Vince Gill. Um, I met her one time backstage when I was in the eighth grade. And why didn't I pull that picture up? Hold on. As I'm talking. You have that photo on you? It's on my. It's her lock screen. (laughs) Yes, obviously. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So me, my aunt, Amy Grant, and then my mom. You all look related. That's what everyone says. Well, we're all Scottish. This is a family photo, yes. Wow. uh, I can send it if you would like to have that. Oh, please. Yeah, I would would like to have that. Yes. Amy resplendent as always. Yes. So, you know, we were wearing our Scottish, uh, or my aunt was wearing her Scottish scarf. (laughs) Like, we really tried to just fit in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> tried, to, tried to recruit Amy Grant to be a part of our family, Vince and it was McGain. really a bummer. Amy um, Grant is Scottish? I I don't know. Maybe. I'm just assuming. Oh, my God. I thought someone said that, and maybe I just ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> it became a core part of your personality. If you're inside out, like, looked at your core memory, it's like, me and Amy are both Scottish. <laughs> uh, this is factually inaccurate. Kevin and I are Okay, it's a core memory right now. now. <laughs> How about a cover album where uh, it's all the Amy Grant hits, but done from the perspective of Shrek? <laughs> donkey, donkey, I am a blooming on Bagpipes or whatever. Screeching yeah. in the background. Oh, oh my onion. God. Um, I can't. But hold on. The, the transition, though, was when I, like, Kevin hit me up and he's like, what song would you want to do? And I was like, oh, we got to do an Amy Grant song. And then I specifically recall like sitting in my aunt's bedroom and watching Amy Grant VHS music videos. And one of them was Angels. And it terrified me as a child, but I loved the song. Um, and so that's why I was like, I think we Whoa. need, I think, I think we need to unpack the song Angels. For um, sure. And absolutely. that music video. A little context. This is from the 1984 album Straight Ahead. 
and this is one of the tracks on it. It was a single. And it's uh, kind of part and parcel arrangement-wise and sound-wise with a lot of the songs on the rest of the album. And I will say the intro does sound like, to me, it sounds like a robot going to sleep and having a dream about something, like the beginning oh instrumental. <laughs> Maybe wow. I could be human one day. <laughs> it sounded like an Adventures in Odyssey. Um, oh, yeah sound effect to me. And Amy's using a character voice here. (laughs) Take this man to prison the man heard Herod say and then four squads of soldiers came and carried him away. First of all gang is this squad goals? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the OG squads, soldiers, <laughs> soldiers, <laughs> the troops. <laughs> Nothing but respect for my squad goals. I the, love my troops. The U.S. military <laughs> squadrons. Okay. Four squads of soldiers came and carried him away, chained up between two watchmen. Peter tried to sleep, but beyond the walls, an endless prayer was lifting for his keep. Then a light cut through the darkness of a lonely prison cell And the chains that bound the man of God just opened up and fell And running to his people before the break of day There was only one thing on his mind, only one thing to say Angels watching over me, every move I make Angels watching over me God only knows the times my life was threatened just today. A reckless car ran out of gas before it ran by. The answers all around me, accidents unknown. Though I never see with human eyes the hands that lead me home. But I know they're all around me, all day and through the night. When the enemy is closing in, I know sometimes they fight to keep my feet from falling. I'll never turn away. If you're asking what's protecting me, then you're gonna hear me say, God is angels watching over. Oh yeah. <laughs> it sounds educational. <laughs> We're literally just dancing and lip syncing. <laughs> Ooh, hold on. Okay, vocals. in this instrumental break I'd also like to say that uh, I love Amy Grant because she's an alto and my mom who's a soprano <laughs> said that altos were just lazy sopranos and I could come yeah she is yeah I always think of altos as more skilled yeah. pop stars because thank you you. Can, you can use your chest voice and get those range Ex- rangey belts exactly mm-hmm. so I got to say well Amy Grant's an alto mom <laughs> so. your mom has never talked back to you since <laughs> 
never. And you said that to her, was the last day. I, rem- I remember you were telling me this story, and you told her at that point, take this mom to prison. <laughs> <laughs> the man heard Alex Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so oh, the great. first verse that is a uh, retelling of Acts 12 and Peter's escape from prison. Uh, where it says, Angels. Yeah, I mean, what are what are our first impressions hearing okay. this song? There's a lot. So, uh, first impressions. I mean, how who whomst among us has had someone in their life be like, oh, I know a person, or I had a mysterious angel. <laughs> Caroline's already nodding her head and grinning. Oh yeah, a mysterious uh-huh. angel counter. Like I got in a car accident, and a mysterious man came out of nowhere and he helped me. And next thing I knew, I looked over and he was gone. 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 You've heard a lot of those, Caroline. <laughs> yes. Yes. What? Um. Not a well. Not a lot. But there is. It's just car like troubles. A- That's just triple A. <laughs> Wait. The A stands for angel. Like, big one. <laughs> angel. 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 Um. There is a big one in my family. Um. Actually, <gasps> a couple. A personal story. Angel stories in my family. Yeah. And uh, one was one of us kids. I think it was me <laughs> or, or my brother like ran out of a store straight into where cars, you know, were passing in front of a Walmart or whatever. And the child just stopped right at the edge of the sidewalk. Didn't run into the cars. So my mom was like, that was an angel just stopping David. And then um, another one, even more disturbing actually, is my sister used to (laughs) – I think I've told this story before, so sorry everybody wants to hear it again. But uh, my sister used to pee her pants and then – peel off the pants and just leave them and <laughs> just Winnie the Pooh it and walk around. This is not this is day. not a story we've heard on the show before. It Caroline. isn't? Okay. No. no, this is a oh, fresh I'm so sorry take. to my sister for wow. just roasting her publicly. But so she would do that and then she would also just wander away from my mom like wherever they went and until they got a leash on her. Um, <laughs> and so she like, she was probably I think four or five. We lived in Arizona uh, peeled her pants off and then just wandered into the desert. <laughs> so, Caroline, where is this going? Uh, my mom uh, quickly realized she was gone and was terrified, couldn't find her, called the police. The police started like searching and then a man in a Hawaiian shirt just walked up with my sister um, and was like, hey, I found this girl and they were, and it was missing. And they were like, oh my God, this guy. And then they looked up and he was gone. Why? <laughs> no. <laughs> the Hawaiian shirt detail always gets to me. <laughs> his shift, was, his his lunch break was up at Trader Lasseter? Joe's. He had to get back. <laughs> what's, the, like, what's the mystery there? This man there? was on island time. Oh my and he God. he got to go. And that man so anyway, was yeah, Jimmy so Buffett. <laughs> that's our like apocryphal angel story in my family. Oh, um, I love that. God. I, yeah. I don't I always call it my angel story and this is where we should definitely get into like more of the paranormal talks like yes. Kevin Kevin is slow <laughs> blinking me right now I'm listening can, I'm here to listen let's hear it. what's your mine story mine is not um mine doesn't have the comedy of peeling your pants off after <laughs> you pee yourself I will say 
Um, but oh man, I feel like it's a it, I feel like it's a more serious story. Or uh, do I like save it? Do I do I shift the mood now? Like yeah, what who do cares? I do? Yeah, Even that's fine. Uh, yeah, I think we do need to talk about angel stuff. I think that's important. I do too. And, then, and yeah, we'll, it'll we'll help inform the song. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So here's the thing. As an adult, I have no idea if I just like wanted to see something. Um. But I remember it was like not a good night in my house. It was actually the last night. So we lived in this house uh, growing up. It was like a pretty old one. And there was like, I will say, there was some like not great shit that was going down. Like I woke up one night and there was like a figure at the end of my bed and was there for a bit and then just like disappeared. And I remember him very vividly. Like I remember a woman into our church came into our house and was like, oh, there is some stuff going on here and this is not good. Yeah, it was like we're getting into paranormal rage. But like long my dad was an alcoholic and like things were just like super, super dark. And so the last night in that house and I was like 12 or 13. This is a very personal story. I've never shared it on a podcast. Um, But like I was like 12 or 13 and basically it was like it was getting really bad. The cops were called. My grandparents came to get us and I was like super distraught. So I just started like praying Um, and I was like 12 and just like praying out loud. And my mom came up to like settle me down and say we're leaving like we're gonna go stay with our you know Monty and Poppy my grandparents and I just remember being so distraught and I was like again like 12 and I remember just like praying that like the Lord would give me this is again sorry this is such a vulnerable story to tell I just remember praying that the Lord would just give me some sort of sign to calm me down or anything and like again I don't know if I just like wanted to see it I probably did Um, but in front of me, I thought I saw like a picture of an angel with a flaming sword. And it was like something that I would have seen out of a photo. That's why I'm just like, whatever. And then immediately after that, I heard my dad walk up the stairs and go to bed and it was like completely quiet in the house. So it was just like weird timing. And so I just remember I stopped crying. I felt like this flood of peace. Again, maybe I just wanted to see it, but that was my angel story. And then I never went back to that house ever again. That was it. Wow. Again, That's I'm beautiful. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I no, no, no. Good. Don't be sorry Good. for any of that. Oh, no, it's okay. very. But it's great. But again, it's like I, I don't know if it, again, even if it was just like me wanting to see something, I was like, oh, like I always think of that. And I'm just like, but the whole the man at the end of my bed was definitely some paranormal shit. Like yeah, that was a not- creepy. That's not cool. So there was some weird. I don't know if you guys believe in paranormal stuff like I do, which we could even decide to step into yeah, that no, area. Yeah, no, let's talk about it. Um, Kevin, do you believe in any kind of paranormal stuff or do you have like an unexplainable vision in your life? Or no, kind of like, I don't yeah. have any firsthand accounts of that stuff. Yeah. But I'm open no to way. all of it because when I was a kid, I would watch so much X-Files. <laughs> So I was like, well, this is this is clearly true, right? Like, the FBI it has to be. I have to meet my stuff. Scully. Ghost, <laughs> ghost Adventures. Like, uh, I remember watching that in college all the time on the Discovery Channel. Was a big fan of yes. Ghost Adventures. Those um, eater things. Oh, yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah. But I just remember, like, I just remember my grandparents and, like, people from my church talking about the mysterious angel stories of the people always showing up at, like, when you least expect it and then disappearing. 
So who knows? The yeah. Hawaiian man might be, might have been an angel. And that's I mean, why Amy Grant wrote this song. Sounds like an angel to me. Or wait do a you, minute. Do you f- Caroline. <laughs> what? When you saw the man in the Hawaiian shirt, was he hugging anybody? <laughs> I brought this up at the beginning. Yeah. He was um, really adept at animation. Oh, making no. Smash hits. Oh, no. <laughs> it was Mr. Field. John Lasseter. No, no, I cannot. I cannot even think about that. Um, Alex, uh, what do you make of it now? Like, who do you think ghosts are? And do you think that angels and demons and ghosts yeah, are who are they? different things? <laughs> okay. No, I mean, but like, are they, do you feel like they're the dead coming back? What is their purpose? Like, what okay. do you make of it? I have no idea. And I'm going to, uh, I'll text her after this, but I actually had a conversation on Thursday about this. Um, and I, I won't reveal her identity. I'm pretty sure she'd be okay with me telling the story because she's very open about it. But basically I, I don't know. And that's like the thing, like, I don't know if it is energy, like, I don't know if it's energy or what, like, basically I'm going to give you context for the story I'm about to tell you, but like someone I know had that I just started getting to know in like the last three months, um, had told Um, her and her boyfriend had told me this story of like the last place they lived in Santa Monica. Like she was like, it was absolutely haunted. She's like, I've already always been kind of sensitive to these types of things. And she was like, but weird things would happen. Like the lights would go on and off. Like the cabinet doors would open up. Like I would leave. And then like the plugs, like the, like stuff would get unplugged from the outlet and I'd come back. And it was just like, it was like weird things like that. Um, it's always like nuisances. Oh yeah, nuisances. Bad roommates. That's the thing. It was like a nuisance. The dishes were left undone mm. in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> so the seat was always up. Yes. So she's she's like told me like I I spent time with like her and her boyfriend and she was like tell like we were ta- swapping like weird paranormal stories and I've I've also found it interesting that like people like will open up to me about their paranormal experiences uh, and it's happened like a lot in the last year um thankfully I don't have any of those experiences as an adult but I know a lot of people who do so basically she called she texted me on Thursday and she's like I got some shit I gotta tell you and I was like okay I was like well now you need to FaceTime me so she FaceTimes me and she basically went to like (laughs) she went to get her tarot read uh via FaceTime because of COVID and the woman who she's like, I haven't gotten my tarot cards read from her in like two years. And she goes, the woman stops and goes, I'm sorry, someone's here right now. She's like, did you just move? And she was like, yeah. And she goes, okay, um, someone's here. And um, he is telling me that he, it lives in the place that I guess that you just moved from and he liked to mess with you. And she was just like starts naming all the things that he would do to mess with my friend. And apparently he was a man who died in the 50s from a heart attack. Like the tarot, like the tarot reader is like getting all this information. And she's like, he feels badly about it. He wants to know where you went because you haven't come back to the apartment. And I was like, she was like, apparently he was harmless. He was just like an aggravated old man. I That's when I went, you know what? I said, listen, if I die and my anxiety follows me into the afterlife, I'm going to be pissed. Like, I'm going to be so pissed. You, you could like still be just like kind of cranky. Yes, I don't want to be like some type of 
cranky old I'm like person. this forever. I don't want that. You're dead, said, but you also have depression clinically. <laughs> yes, uh. like, um, literally, and that's Alex. Like, what I just okay. This just also occurred to me. If there are ghosts that like to fuck with you, you yeah. know, in maybe harmless ways, are there also ghosts that do good things and that's what people mistake angels okay, for? Okay, so that's what L- I... Like happy little pranksters, like positive <laughs> pranks yeah, or angels? positive prankster. So, yeah, or if you saw Old Guard, you know, Andy, yeah. she's the one that's just showing up yeah. <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I said to my friend, I was like, oh my gosh. And my friend was, I was like, that's... And she was like, no. She was like, you know you would be like whispering behind people affirmations. Are you... I was like, yeah, no, I would... <laughs> I would try to write you look really pretty on a mirror in the fog and then they would get out of the shower and be so You like leave them a glass of rosé when they come home. (laughs) How'd this get here? spooky, but nice. I'm just over their shoulder like, you can do it. Like you're, you're, you're equipped for this job. You're you look really pretty. It, it's a, it's a message written in blood on your bathroom. It just says, take mirror. one day at a time. It says you are enough. Girl, wash your face. Girl, wash your butthole. You are enough. Wait, can can I can I read a true sp- uh, statistic about angel belief in our country? Yes. Currently, please. and this oh. this poll is from a few years ago, uh, okay. but it but this is from CBS News, and it says uh, <laughs> angels don't just sing at Christmas time. For most Americans, they're year-round presents. A new poll shows that seventy-seven percent of adults believe these ethereal beings are real. Belief is primary, primarily tied to religion with 88% of Christians, 95% of evangelical Christians, and 94% of those who attend weekly religious services of any sort saying they believe in angels, but it's widespread in the less religious too. A majority of non-Christians think angels exist as do more than four in 10 of those who never attend religious services. So it is crossed cultural lines like angels are bridging the gap across the aisle and shaking hands (laughs) with the (laughs) non-believer i i feel like honestly caroline and this this is not something i this is something i just am thinking of currently on the spot so uh don't judge me too harshly on this listener but i wonder if like even if you like did take religion out of it kevin like i wonder if there are like paranormal forces that like protect and are good and like ones that are not and they're harmful like I've heard plenty of stories where there's actually harm has been inflicted on people I know and so I wonder if there is some sort of like I don't know I I, I don't know like I feel like there are people that maybe or spirits that like actually do watch over you and that's what we call angels like yeah I don't know yeah because I I like I'm open to it I guess but I also have heavy skepticism I think just because I'm also like coming out of my own like beliefs about a lot of like the spiritual world or whatever aren't we all on this podcast (laughs) well and also I think a lot of it is like a self-protective measure because like demons were really real real for me as a kid and that was like probably the biggest part of my like religious trauma was was dealing with that stuff and so for me, it's now I feel a lot safer just not believing in any of that because if I have to acknowledge that angels exist, I probably have to acknowledge that like these harmful things. Because if a demon exists, a demon, if, if you believe in angels, angels are demons are just fluid angels. They're just uh, yeah. angels who are a little more open to something different. Who yeah, fell away. I mean, if you're if you get to just decide also what you want to believe, I'm sure you can just believe in angels and not evil things too. 
But uh, yeah, but for me, I, I like it freaks me out to entertain either of those options as yeah. like real things. But I also know that, yeah, like there's so many anecdotal stories like the ones you told and just countless others, too, that are all very similar um, and some seem explainable and some don't. And then there's also like sleep hallucinations, which are also oh my a gosh, thing. Oh my gosh, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, where you are awake and you literally are still having a dream and like seeing things even though your yes. eyes are open. Like that happens a lot. And so that and, – and especially also in stress, you get those more too. So – it sucks because, uh, like, even the the really vulnerable story you told, like, you were in a really stressful night that night, yep. too. And so, like you said, you don't know, like, what your mind can manifest in that moment. Exactly. I think, and, like, and that's why I'm so, I kind of keep it with, like, an open palm. Like, that story to me, yeah. yes, it is deeply personal. But whether it was my mind manifesting or something else, like... It doesn't like yeah, it shake doesn't, my whole world. It doesn't matter if it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter if yeah. it was like helpful. None too. of this exactly. matters. Exactly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like, yeah, or it does, yeah, it's not. I I don't need to like sit down and parse through scientifically whether that happened no. to you or not because it was like it in that night like saved you, you know, and was like yeah. really really helpful for you probably as a kid too to realize that there was something that could protect you or keep you safe. Yeah, as an adult, so, an adult, yeah. I'm more. I am more like with that story in particular. And who knows, I'm wrong. I'm more inclined to believe that it was my mind, just like because of the situation I was in and wanting to see something. There are those stories out there, though, of people who have been in a room together. One of my friends has one of this with her and her husband, both seeing something at the same time. Actually, a few of my friends, um, them, both them and their husbands have seen something like whether they were watching TV and something just like walked by the room or Mm. whatever it might be. And those things are more inexplainable to me where I'm just like, how are two people seeing the exact same thing? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) At the same same time. Or you have a Hawaiian shirt man coming up to you in the middle <laughs> in the middle of a vacation. The Free hugs, on anyone? Too, and they, they knew what was going on. <laughs> um, this is also why I wanted to pick this song because I feel like there's so many different like there. It's just like a, a loaded song for like that's perfect for yes. a podcast where you can just take so many different things out of this and run with it. I was just yes. it's it's a whole worldview. The vision yeah. of it. In because ver- verse one is like okay, it's a biblical reference. Here's something recorded in scripture: chains broke because an angel came. Like that is like a story in a Bible. Yeah. And regardless of whether you want to believe it or not, verse two is just like, well, nothing bad happened to me. <laughs> angel. <laughs> yes. Ver- the the dichotomy of verse one and verse two are 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 shocking. Yeah, let me read you it. Don't. God only knows the times my life was threatened just today. A reckless car ran out gas gas before it ran my way. Near misses all around me. Accidents unknown. Though I never see with human eyes the hands that lead me home, but I know they're all around me all day and through the night. Ugh. When the enemy is closing in, I know sometimes they fight to keep my feet from falling. I'll never turn away. If you're asking what's protecting me, then you're going to hear me say, angels watching over me. me. All that stuff. So it's it's the absence of bad stuff, which which I yeah. think is terrific. To Caroline's point as well, like when a car runs out of gas, like it's not like a runaway train, guys. Like unless you're on yeah. a hill 
in Echo Park and uh-uh. it's Baxter and it's just going right Your down. Your brakes like, still work. Yeah. Oh, Listen, I, I have actually driven a car that's ran out of gas a couple times. And <laughs> we, just, got a, we got a visualization just, like, of said down. car. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm so happy. Here we go. Oh, oh. <laughs> She dub- she, they do a double cut of it. It's so funny. This is we're watching the music video right now of angels. I feel like the, the original lyric also, must have been this about guy. Who is that supposed to be an angel? That's, that's my dad. Or a demon. <laughs> oh the, no, that's a murderer. I think that's a guy that like is there to murder. And oh, and the, and the angels are keeping. Look at his look at his leather jacket oh, and look at God. his evil hair. Oh, to answer okay. your question, Caroline, of who's my icon of cool? It's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you also, do you guys think amy grant styled herself for this video yes i hope so i love <laughs> this it outfit, this outfit you would oh, wear it caroline don't get me wrong i am still extremely attracted to amy grant i love everything she does but this this outfit i can't is i hate this scene this scene gave me nightmares i don't so know what why it's so why? <laughs> so we're looking at a scene now from the music video in which an eyes wide shut uh tableau is happening with masks painted on and very scary looking which is very giant weird wigs. for a christian music video that's not like a carmen song for like squeaky clean amy grant <laughs> very yeah. strange and her outfit would be the is case. even more out of place it's would, so fun also this feet part oh, yeah, really gets me thing. i don't get it that i don't know under i don't understand like people it. trying to walk a full tarantino her. shot right there <laughs> <laughs> we love we it find out he directed this it was one of his first that was his first job. project was angels amy grant amy has grant taste to <laughs> reservoir dogs <laughs> oh and it does oh wait can i play this cold open real quick because yeah. she does address the children Have you ever been in a situation, a bad situation, where it seemed like there was no way out? Well, here's a story about a situation. Where you exchanged sex favors for money. Oh, no. Where you did unspeakable things. Money's real tight. (laughs) You became someone you hated and became someone you feared. Incredible you stuff. didn't recognize yourself anymore. <laughs> you couldn't make, you couldn't sleep with yourself at night for the things you did. Oh you, you still live a it's life of abject shame. Oh, Kevin, I wanted you to read the the YouTube comments. I feel like mm. oh sure, let's look at them together, friends. Uh, yes. No, their YouTube comments are you know some would say cesspool. I think they can also be a very pure place. Uh, Timothy Gill mm. writes, I remember saying, man, this music is alive. I was being drawn to the Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Q 20 says, likes on that. Wow. She had such a nice, strong singing voice. Had. <laughs> I miss this, Amy Grant, Melanie <laughs> Martin writes. A song of simple faith in God. <laughs> I am, I'm 28 now, and I didn't hear the song to the late 90s, but I love it. But I love it. Hey, also. Hannah, <laughs> been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of Caroline's MO on this kind of my show. vibe. Yeah, I know. The special effects are top notch, <laughs> says Bob York. Bob, what video did you watch? 13 years ago. Also, how's Bob on YouTube 13 years well, ago? This, I don't even yeah. think. Holy This smokes. went up to, in 2006. Yeah, this this in is one of the first two years of YouTube. <laughs> this is one of the first YouTube videos that ever was uploaded. It was Lazy like- Sunday and Angels by Amy Grant. Wait, do you see this one? Look at Nicole Christine Edwards said, I like the theater arts nod. It's like watching a yeah. biblical Hogwarts. Oh, my God. Hogwarts okay. is hard to Actually, reference Actually, wait. She does, like, go through a brick wall 
and end up in a what? fancy world. Wow. Whoa. A oh young no. JK Rowling logs on. <laughs> and it says that trans people aren't real. Um, but Amy Grant is. Uh, Joe, Joey Jolly says, Amy truly is number one. She worked hard and it paid off. <laughs> That's that's my favorite I'm, one. <laughs> She's number one. She worked hard and paid it off. It paid off. Thankfully, I love uh, cheese, says Bob York. Okay, these are getting uh, a little more esoteric. My Okay, Billy says, my mommy used to sing this song to me until I fell asleep. That's very nice. Oh, Bob. Billy, I love that. Wait, there was one that started with angels are definitely... Definitely watch oh. over me and have kept me alive many times throughout my lifetime because my work on this earth isn't done. When it is, they Yet. will be. When it is, they will be there to bring me. Had me praise God. <laughs> what? <laughs> to be clear, yeah. I did not stutter. Uh, because my work on this earth isn't done yet. When it is, they will be there to bring me, had me, praise God. <laughs> home. Bring me home. Welcome That's also so crazy that angels will just escort you to heaven. <laughs> I don't like it. I've never been, uh, like all depictions of angels in television shows and movies, I've always found to be very scary. There's a there's mm -hmm. a uh, an adaptation of the play Angels in America, the 2003 movie with... Meryl Streep and and uh, Al Pacino on W on uh, HBL back in yeah it was 2003 and Emma, Emma Thompson plays the angel and she's so scary in it that it like imprinted on me like a, a native <laughs> fear of angels or even the angels and angels in the outfield these can't the, be trusted the Joseph Gordon Levitt joint it was not Doc a, Brown not you, a fan you didn't find him adorable and fun. No, 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 no. Doc Brown was fine. Christopher Lloyd's angel. But when they showed up behind the baseball players and were like moving their legs and shit, I don't like any of that stuff. <laughs> they were like jostling their balls yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and the players were like, I feel confident all of a sudden. <laughs> Bunch of non-consensual angel I touches. Feel a home run going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, God. It's like that scene in yeah. Ghostbusters. You guys can see it, but Kevin did did, did this mo like a juggling motion, and that's what <laughs> yeah, really inspired yeah, 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 my yeah, incredible yeah, thinking. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't know. There is something really uh, terrifying about what Amy is saying the world is like for her, which is just <laughs> constant near death experiences, <laughs> constant like murder, car accidents, just strangers, a guy in a leather jacket, <laughs> yeah, twenty men in leather jackets hanging out in the street, James um, Dean situations. Yeah, and uh, that they'll be there for you up to a point, you know, and at some point they are just going to let you so go. So that's, okay, <laughs> this is the thing. We also need to break down this whole theology too of like, so what happens like if the angel's like, that person's about to have a dear, near death experience. Yes. Ah, I don't feel like it. I don't yeah. know. It's like, it's like the central problem choosy? with a lot of miracle movies too, yes. you know, where it's like God decided that this person was so good they must stay and finish their work. It, it just obviously implies that the people that did die in accidents uh, didn't deserve to stay on earth or were like yeah it's too very good like, for it or something it's it's disturbing it's like prosperity gospel but with angels mm -hmm. and <laughs> i'm not here for it yeah 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 like if you're good enough or you you have enough or you believe enough in your angel like they'll show up that's for you. the thing is it feels too tied to other fat like who gets the angel what's the angel wealth distribution well a amy How grant gets my them angel? all oh yeah, yeah. amy no, in, in Amy's case, I do believe that there are a lot of angels watching for her, and I, I beg them to continue doing their job. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. It, 
but there's something sweet to it too of of believing that angels are are like yeah little do-gooder elves that are there to kind of keep you safe so um the other thing that I think about... Don't you wish all angels angel were short, field. by the way? <laughs> because of <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, well, it's terrifying if they're giants. <laughs> if it's like, hey, I'd watch it over you over here, then that yeah. would have been great, but... Yeah. The um, the other thing that angels make me think of is there's, like, so many industries that are just about telling angel stories. Like, like Chicken Soup for the Soul is so many angel stories. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, and then, like, um, my mom used to read this magazine called women's world that's like every grocery checkout in america i think and the end was always like five different readers submitted angel stories that i would read all the time and then get very scared (laughs) too but i i also get the sense i don't know if you guys do that like angels are for women like i feel like it's i've never heard a lot of men tell their angel story or talk about angels being really important to like their safety or their like that's world. interesting yeah have you I, I i don't know if that's just my own projection or whatever but it's just something i i feel i i wonder if though that goes back to like maybe men being just more skeptical in general in the sense of like i know for a lot of my male friends who've had like paranormal things like happen to them like or what or like with like I'm thinking in particular um like my married friends who have seen things happen or experienced things in their home or whatever and usually it takes like a lot longer for like my guy the friends guy to, to kind of come around and it's it's after something where they like actually cannot explain it anymore like one of um one of my friends was getting a renovation done and their house has had like a lot of weird things like happen and it wasn't until the contractor said he saw someone appear in their kitchen to where like my guy friend was like okay and then some things had happened to him too and this was like all within the last year or two Uh, um and so i feel like you but like at first it's usually like i don't know they they never they're just like oh well that's the electrical or that's this so I wonder if they have seen angels, if that's a thing. Yeah. And they've well, had my- their own Hawaiian shirt, man. And they were just like, no, that's like, a Trader I don't trust Joe's. This guy. No, yeah, <laughs> it's, a trust that guy. it's a Trader Joe's. Who are angels, by the way? They are. I Well, the other thing, my other theory about that is that uh, women just generally feel less safe in the world in a lot of cases too so having an angel protector that keeps you not Safe only from just like freak accidents <laughs> but yeah but also just like bad players in society you're um, right because you feel, i do i do think right? of it specifically as like 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 a like like a narrative that an older woman would cling to more than an older man like i think of an yeah. old lady being like sounds like you have some angels smiling down on you and an old yeah. man being like ah oh, good luck <laughs> or whatever yeah. like conversely so so i i, I see that there's probably some truth yeah to that. I, and i i I also don't want to be too gendered about parenting too, but I, I feel like it's also a lot of maybe parents and moms find comfort that like an angel's looking out for their kid or they talk about that a lot or like my parents and probably other, my mom would often say like, I, well, I pray that angel will like guard your car on your drive home to college or whatever. Wait, you know what I'm talking about? Actually, yes, because- It's like an extension of parenting also. <laughs> like it'll yeah. keep you safe for a little bit longer. My yeah. dad's side is Catholic and we would take, anytime we got a new car in our family, we would take it over to Aunt Janet and Aunt Janet would t- do like an angel's prayer for a blessing for a yes. car. And like, also we didn't have this in the evangelical world. So I love when I got to cross over to the Catholic side here and there <laughs> and experience their things because 
she would literally do some sort of prayer and then she would tie a red ribbon on your mirror and like we always had a red ribbon on our mirror of all of our cars and then you had mm-hmm. to take salt and you had to throw it over the right side of your shoulder oh wow while doing this special like angel car blessing so that's so maybe toot, maybe toot. that's why yeah <laughs> maybe that's why when so many car issues happen to so many people random angels would appear because they also did the car angel blessing <laughs> well that, this yeah, song they did the is about car issues <laughs> a lot yeah. of car issues yeah then the that, transmission oh, failed on me um <laughs> i i also like i remember my family when we moved into uh my like childhood home too we went and like prayed in each room that like an angel or the Holy Spirit would like guard it. And I remember feeling that was like very scary, but we all had to like hold hands. And it is interesting like how often angel stuff kind of crosses into like a paranormal witchy spell kind of vibe. Yeah. It's like one of the few times in evangelical Christianity that like that's cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> to like say the right prayers and spell and it will grant you safety. Well, that's interesting. So like kind of back to the whole crossover, how angels are not obviously like exclusively a Christian thing. Like, I mean, if we want to have a full circle moment, uh, have you fallen into angel TikTok in the sense of like, what? it's like, oh, <laughs> there's this- angel TikTok. <laughs> I haven't. Like, it's like, here are the numbers that you've seen angels. And it's like 111 and 777 or what? like whatever. And it's like all part of which TikTok too. But I'm just like, oh, yeah. like if you see 111 or something, that means I guess that's an angel number. And I don't know what that means. But like, I feel like a lot of my friends who are spiritual and not necessarily like Christian, um, like they're the way they speak about angels like my one friend in particular who is very spiritual she's comes at it from like oh these are my ancestors so for Mm -hmm. her it's like her ancestors are watching over her or like when she's gotten readings and stuff done like very intense spiritual encounters or whatever usually the person will like describe the people who are around her and she's describing her like grandmother and great grandmother and like all those people yeah. and so I'm like I I think it's interesting that this is something that is such a huge part of just so many people's cultures and it's not just a Jesus thing or totally. an evangelical thing oh I think that that's a great point yeah I'm glad you right? pointed out that blind spot for us too yeah because it's it's definitely not just Christians that have angels. yeah but like again like I feel like it's more of this it might who even knows like it takes on like when you asked at the beginning of this like what is it to you as an adult I'm like I don't know like I have mm-hmm. I don't know if it if it's a thing if it is a thing I don't know if it's energy I don't know if it's people who have passed away and it's purgatory or whatever like if that's a thing we want to believe or I don't I have no idea like I don't know if angels are actually your ancestors but I do think it's interesting that kind of everyone has like every culture yeah everyone has and even my friends who don't believe in anything like as far as religion is concerned or might even claim to be atheists like you know, probably more agnostic, but like they, they might believe a version of this as Mm -hmm. opposed to tying it back to God or, you know, right. Whatever it might be. Yeah. Are you happy? It makes a lot of sense too. Cause like that's the thing that we're bonded to most maybe is like family or ancestors, people, you know, and having their consciousness continue is, yeah, it's like a really comforting thought and helpful and less lonely 
I feel like it would not be a comforting thought to me. Like I would be more. Yeah, like, I guess depending on your. Family. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I love my family, but like I don't. I don't. I don't know. And that's like the thing where it's like, I you know it, to even bring it back more to religion and like the deconstruction of faith, since this is kind of what this podcast is about. Like I remember, like when I kind of came at like to a crossroads of like my whether I wanted to continue being a Christian or not. Right. Like. You know, I I just was really unsure a lot about a lot of things and was like ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And like, I'm still obviously a practicing Christian, but like it for me, it's kind of almost like that whole Rachel Held Evans approach where she was the first one to speak about it, where it was like there are some days she doesn't believe in it or she didn't believe in it. And then there are days that she did. And for me, it kind of came down to. Like, I feel like growing up, a lot of what we believed in the evangelical church, it was so based on where are you going to go after you die, right? And so mm-hmm. I, at my adult, like when people ask me, why are you still a Christian? I'm like, I don't know what happens after we pass away. Like, I nothing might happen. That's not why I am a Christian now, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. to get to a... Uh, heaven or you know I don't even believe that there's a hell like and so it's not really about that it's and so when you kind of even let go of all of that like it opens you up to again kind of like holding things in an open palm as opposed to like what you were saying like holding on to things so tightly and just being like for me like even with that story I shared again being like okay like I don't know but like that's not the point that's that's no longer important to me anymore and so Mm. it kind of you can kind of come up like even for me discussing these topics more of a place of curiosity as opposed to defending something that like oh well angels have to exist because if angels don't exist then my entire worldview and theology falls to pieces now I'm like I don't I don't know this is a fun it's a fun thing to discuss I love that we're talking about Amy Grant and uh weird paranormal things that have happened to us Mm -hmm. yeah and I I think that's such a like healthier religion to have where you where you do acknowledge that like there's for sure things are gonna poke holes in this system but like the evidence of health is I'm not so terrified that like my entire world will shatter if this yeah. piece isn't there, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Kevin, you look like you wanted to say something. What's that? Yeah. I said, oh, Kevin, I was going to say, you look like you had a thought. Oh, because I'm going like this with my little hands and being like, <laughs> yes. I got a clutching one two now. little thoughts. <laughs> uh, my theology of it is most informed by a 1993 movie called Heart and Soul, in which Robert Downey Jr. as a baby dies at the same time as a bunch of people what? on a bus. And then all those people on the bus become his guardian angels <laughs> and they're Wait, trapped that's in the- lovely. Wait, do you know also this movie? Very- no! <laughs> Share your screen again, please. Yeah, and you die in like a, a plane crash and then your job is to just like hover over one man. Also, I love another I love another full circle moment. We brought it back to Robert R. D. J. coming back to Iron, Iron Man. man. We're always coming back. That's right. You got to bring it right back. So he's born at the same time in a car that they all die in a bus. And so they what? watch over him. It Wait, was a, it's a vehicle that connects them? I, no, it's life Two and vehicles. death at the same time, simultaneously. Trolley bus. Yin and yang. Wow. Yes. So that's I hate, so scary. That's I hate I think, that. 
that's my uh, the other thing that's disturbing about ghosts for me too is it's like oh so I keep living like this but actually I have less freedom <laughs> like yes. I now I'm confined even I more. hate it here you have tasks and chores <laughs> I can only do tasks or turn light switches on or like just generally bother someone who moved into my apartment like I don't I don't want that sounds that. worse yeah no. like I would like to just be really good at surfing or yeah. be in heaven or like lights out I you know perfect my skills yeah <laughs> i want to finally have time to study painting <laughs> well i think i think it might be time for us to make a ruling on this song and we're gonna give it a holy toaster roaster space between if we give it a holy toast we're sending it to heaven and we're gonna say to this song yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. and if we give it a holy roast we're gonna say no 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 <laughs> oh is this our new it can be drop for this. I love it. Or if we're not sure, we can send it to the space between where all angels Real and ghosts soon. are doomed to be until they complete their arbitrary works. Until <laughs> they take care of Robert Downey Jr. Enough. Caroline, um, we'll start with you. <laughs> aren't there like fun little decorative signs that are like my guardian angel has it cut out for him or something? Yeah. What? <laughs> definitely. That's my definitely guardian like angel has walk. a juicy ass. <laughs> How do you know that? Why? My guardian angel has to follow this cake around every day. How do they focus? I'm here to hop a hop. Oh, wait. I really like that. I think that should be made. Guys, start an Etsy. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I have one word to describe this song. Mischievous. I think it is very bouncy, playful. right? Very bouncy. And then the fake outs like, are we whispering or are we yelling? Are, is the song over? No, it's not over. over. Yeah, we're coming back around. Over me. <laughs> yeah. There's like a fake out ending. Um, yeah, I mean, as we've discussed, a lot of complicated theological uh, things here. I've not very whatsoever. scary. Yeah. <laughs> Amy <laughs> thinks she's about to die constantly. But I also. Uh, there's something about her that provides a stability to this worldview and, and a salt of the earth sort of <laughs> sensibility. Oh yeah, baby. And so I I like I feel like if she talked to me about her angel beliefs and told me some of her stories, I would be a hundred percent on board. Yeah, and um, she so did. Us, holy toast. Yeah, holy toast. I love it. Okay, we turn to Alex. Um, well, we could never send any of Amy Grant's tracks to hell. So this they is won't a stay holy... there. They'll just no, bounce back. They can't. <laughs> JK, we y'all, I'm coming. <laughs> uh-uh. Um, as much um as silly as this song is, and um, it's it's Amy Grant, so it, it is perfect at the end of the day, and there's actually no other option for it. It's true. And so yeah. we are giving this a holy toast, and I bring my wine glass out. Hey, hey, we toast to the resistance. We toast to the resistance. (laughs) I'm going to say. Amy Grant, if you're listening, I love you. Sorry. And we hope you're a part of the resistance. Amy Grantifa. Amy Grant says, abolish the police. (laughs) (laughs) Well, defund and then abolish. You know, put in some structures in place, y'all. It's getting a little Mr. Rogersy and Caroline's conception (laughs) of her. (laughs) Well, I think (laughs) defund Officer Clemens. neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No, he's the one cop he we shows gotta up keep. And he's like, hey, piggy. Oink, oink. <laughs> oink, oink. <laughs> Francois Clements is like, whoa. whoa. Kids, what does the pig say? <laughs> <laughs> 
He's teaching them about animals yeah, that day. With he has a cop He's not just like, what like an elephant pig and say? a cat. <laughs> and here's a piggy. And it's a cop? <laughs> oh, my God. Fred, no. <laughs> the, the children are too young for that. <laughs> not ready. Municipality budget structures and shit. No. Uh, too soon, too soon. A culture of violence. <laughs> too soon. soon. <laughs> too soon. That's true. I'm giving it a yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, giving yeah. a little toast. I think Caroline makes a great point that the, the mischievous quality of the arrangement and the song and the bounciness of it and the, the great dynamics in the chorus also match our concept of uh, of <laughs> angels as positive little tricksters. And also, <laughs> this is Amy Grant saying, you know what? Nothing bad happened to me today. Great. It's an angel. And you know what? Amy's calling it an angel. You, the listener home, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it the universe. You can call it Mercury on the on in retrograde. You can call it freaking astrology. You can call it your Enneagram, whatever. It can all be the same <laughs> thing for you. For Amy Grant, it's angels. And for us... We're going to give it a... Uh, for un- us, it's Amy Grant. What's that? For us, it's <laughs> yeah. Amy Grant. And we give Amy Grant... All the Grant positive in my life is unanimous. the hand of Amy Grant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. But you can get out there and vote for yourself at Christian Fun Pod. Get out there and... Pokemon, go to the polls. Ballers. Got to get Joe in there. Got to get Joe gotta in get there. Got to get Joe in there. Also, time. I need to have you guys on my podcast, but we got to figure out a good angle. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. You mean yeah. like zo- yeah. zoom camera wise a good angle? <laughs> for Alex tries her best, me. like what what would it be like at, for Alex tries her best? Like what would we be trying? Alex tries uh, deconstructing to, our entire phase. I would say uh, how, how about maintaining long term adult friendships? Caroline and I have yeah, known each other for seven one. years. A working friendship. Yes. Wait. Ooh. Oh, I like this. Boom. We could do that. Well, this okay. just became a think, pitch yeah, meeting for your show. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin would like to produce if that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm more comfortable on the ones and twos if that's all right. With yeah, you. I'll run the website and the merch. Yeah, <laughs> I love this for us. <laughs> all right, so times are tough. But times are tough. For now, we're dimming the lights, we're lighting the candles, taking it for to a more worshipful space. We're not here to promote ourselves. We're here to lift ourselves up and what we may be enjoying in these trying times. Caroline, we'll start with you. Oh, uh, you can lift me up at Caroline's Farts. Uh, and I wanted to lift up a song and then a couple covers of that song. The song is... Tequila! It's Who Let the Dogs Out. The song is a Dolly Parton song, Here You Come Again, which I didn't know, um, but I've been listening to this cover by Charlotte Day Wilson a lot. That's really good. It's kind of a moody version. And then if you want... A really fun, amazing version. You should listen to the one by Millie Jackson. Um, here you come again. Listen to that. Here you come. Kevin, oh. there's also, I want you to get into it because then I want to pay you this Patti LaBelle version of it, which is so your shit because it's like your favorite thing <laughs> where like a diva comes in on the song and just does some commentary before she starts singing. <laughs> Patti LaBelle singing the alphabet on Sesame Street is the greatest song ever written. Yes. She just she starts the song of like, uh-oh, I think something's coming around the corner. Here you come. Spoken word is, is definitely on my alley. That's, that's Charlotte that's D. Wilson. Thing. That's the Spotify singles version, I bet. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I like that one a lot, too. 
You know this one that oh, I'm yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hey. Another thing that I thought was my little discovery. The secret is you and I have similar algorithms, baby. <laughs> this might be true. I think it is true. <laughs> because of what we had to listen to for this bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Things are aligning too fast. Uh, thank you, Caroline. We'll turn to Alex. Um, I would like to lift up my socials um, on Instagram, Twitter, Alex on the mic, A-L-E-X on the M-I-C. Um, honestly, today I also saw that <laughs> apparently a girl made $22,000 by just reposting her Instagram pictures on OnlyFans. So who knows? Maybe you'll catch me there soon <laughs> as well. You never girl, know. You might as well make money. You know, I know at this. You're going to post it anyway. I have yeah. a friend who just started an OnlyFans and it is a journey. <laughs> Can you tell me who it is, no. Kevin? On, off mic? No. Damn it. Sorry. What's the point? What do you mean? Damn. <laughs> Damn. It's on my uh, hotel. Oh. All right. That's a good friend. Um, but on a serious uh, serious note, um, our friend and slash our pastor, Britt Barron, um, is coming out with a book this week, and I started reading it. Um, it's called Worth It, and I've gotten emotional many times. Backstory about Brittany. Also grew up in the evangelical church, um, and she is a lesbian, and her wife just texted me too. Um, and so it's all about just that, like that journey for her and her deconstructing her faith. And so I feel like it, this is this is definitely the place to promote that. Um, and so it's yeah. called Worth It, and you can order it um, anywhere you buy books right now. And it comes out probably by the time this podcast comes out. So two days, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Britt's really cool. I mean, I haven't spent as much time with her as either of you have. But we like, love she's Britt. Great and we're we really great speakers. She's, yeah. she's the best. So definitely, definitely check that out. And um, oh, yeah. And also listen to my podcast. We're actually, we just dropped a new episode as of two days ago, I guess, Woo-hoo. if this is when it's coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's called Alex Tries Her Best. Um, and you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, all that so subscribe leave a comment be nice be nice don't be mean be really nice don't be mean don't be hard to be nice be best great show be best thank you what what the (laughs) hell did you say caroline i said it's not hard to be nice it's a good show oh okay i thought you were making fun of me for something i was like what the (laughs) hell (laughs) you want to be nice you can lift me up at kevin t porter i'm gonna lift up three Country broads. What? Three little words. (laughs) I love it. Yes, we can. (laughs) (laughs) Not all men. (laughs) Not all Kevins. (laughs) Which I have to make clear after the spacey debacle. Uh, Freaking, you know, gaslighter. Gaslighter. The chicks. What what uh, an amazing thing. The chicks are back at it again. I'm so glad they didn't call themselves D chicks or whatever the hell. Lady A is doing. <laughs> We're D chicks. Now you're the chicks. You earned it. It's been 14 Just years. The chicks. It's all Dick's good. Chicks. I, because you know, Natalie Maines had a very public, messy divorce uh, with from her husband who cheated on her. 
uh, wow. gal from oh. Tal- Dallas, and the whole the whole album's about it, and it's very specific in a way where it's like, am I allowed to listen to this? <laughs> like, this, she's gonna get sued. And I've t- friends of mine who have gone through very similar things as her. It's an anthem. It's like it's wow. for people who have been wrong, and it's a uh, you know Jack Antonoff is on there. She's got a few crack really? Antonoffs in the vocals. Oh yeah, it sounds amazing. Oh, it's get great. Get out of here. Oh yeah, that's cool. It's good. Top to bottom, great album. So listen great. to that. You can. Uh, uh, you can uh, uh, freaking lift us up at <laughs> Christian Fun Fun everywhere. I'm struggling. Uh, Patreon.com slash Good Christian Fun for more Good Christian Fun every Friday. The thrilling conclusion to last week's episode is coming at you. This oh my gosh, Friday. we our inbox has been flooded. People are demanding an, an early release, oh. but we will not do it. It's coming out on Friday. You Fair have and to square. wait. That's right. <laughs> I truly, really had a lot of fun on that two parter. So if you're gonna join Patreon in these trying times don't and you know save your money but then if you do you're gonna have a real a real enjoyable couple don't do it unless you can don't do it unless you can <laughs> if you can yeah why not sure you're Love not going to, to the you. movies anymore we're like <laughs> a, a, a third of a movie in los angeles you know like in the in the same budget <laughs> That's right. Uh, and then you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And every review you leave, we donate a dollar to Black Lives Matter charities this month. Alex, thank you so much for joining us on the show, Thanks friend. So what a fun time. You're a little angel to us, and we love you watching us. I really appreciate it. I love you guys are my angels. I love this. Any any time. This seriously was such a bright spot in the week. I know. And better than like Zoom happy hour, right? Uh, I'm so over Zoom happy hours as I have a bottle of wine and I fill it up again. It's fine. This is like a more structured Zoom happy hour. Yeah, no, I'm down down for a podcast Zoom happy hour anytime you guys want. I will gladly come on the show and I can't wait to have you guys on Alex Tries Her Best. We love it. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. And there's nothing left to say except for an off-pods people said, amen. Amen. Let's go out on the titular frickin' angels watching over us. Angels watching over me. Every move I make. I think Michael W. Smith helped her on this one. Juicy ass. <laughs> I hate us. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.